Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning. Yes. How y'all doing this morning? We in this thing. Look at y'all rolling in here. Yeah. You can't stop me. Wonder what it'd be like if we all rose up into position and just made a decision that the devil no longer has absolutely any authority in our lives. I wonder what that would look like. Like if we just made that decision to be like, you know what? You don't have no authority here. Um, I'm not letting you take over my day. I'm not. We consider too much where the enemy is concerned. Like we consider way too much. We get him way too much time. We think on it. We ponder on it. We holding on to it. We still trying to process it. And the word is the word and the word is infallible and the word is not changing. Uh, same same song I was listening to yesterday, Warrior by Canton Jones. So good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We are YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, and podcast as well. Welcome to the morning devotional this morning. We are on part two on applicate the application of the whole armor, putting on the whole armor of God. And I was saying this morning, what what if we just made a decision? Like, what if we just made a decision that we were going to rise up? Like we were going to rise up. We were not going to continue to allow the enemy to take residence or root or be in our life anytime he felt like it. Man, can you imagine what the kingdom would look like? What the kingdom would act like, act like what we would see happening, happen. And that's what the Lord was telling us. This is what he was, Paul is speaking to us when he was talking to us about our weapons, our armor, what we have in place. And absolutely anything that the enemy has presented in your life. You don't have to accept it. It just doesn't have to be okay. So do me a favor. If you're just tuning in, just logging on, go ahead and share the video if you are live right now. And for those of you on podcast, just copy and paste and text a few friends or send a few emails out and share the video right now. There is... mm, God is going to do something very special for you today. He's going to do something very special for you today, as he always does in the word. You have to, like, you got to boost yourself up, especially when you've been in a funk, especially when you've believed differently or believed wrongly. You got to boost yourself up in the word. You got to talk kingdom. You got to talk kingdom all day long. Um, I can tell when I'm not getting kingdom juice in me. Um, my energy levels shift and change. But when I'm getting kingdom juice in me, man, my energy levels ride all day. And so I just made a decision. I'd rather be a junkie on the word, getting kingdom juice 
at all costs, like getting kingdom juice at all costs. So I, I'm just telling you, um, it's, it's just that time is just that season. And the warrior in me has definitely been released. But the good thing about this fight is we don't have to fight the good fight of faith. God, you're going to fight the good fight of faith, but the Lord Jehovah Sabaoth, my God, when you learn the names of God, the Lord Jehovah Sabaoth has gone before you. So let's pray. Let's get started for this morning. Open your spiritual ears, <laughs> turn on your heart, and let's receive the word of God. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. Mm. Mm. We thank you for a fresh anointing. We thank you, Father God, for a word from on high. We thank you for revelational knowledge. We thank you for the Holy Ghost. We thank you for the peace that passes all understanding. We thank you for your joy that remains in us. We thank you for your love that surrounds us. And we thank you for the angels encamping around us, Lord God. We thank you for the Holy Ghost in us. We thank you, Father God, for your spirit that dwells amongst us, Lord God. We just thank you, Father God, for great is our peace, Lord God. Great is our peace, Lord God, because our peace is in your peace, Father God. We thank you, Father. You said he who dwelleth in the secret place or she who dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide in the shadow of the almighty. We thank you, Father God, for who you are, what you are. We thank you, Lord God, for teaching us kingdom conduct, kingdom principles, kingdom priorities and kingdom rules, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, Holy Ghost, go do what only you can do in the mighty name of Jesus. I love the word. Like, I never thought I would love the word this much. Like I love the word. I love where I am right now. I love that God called me to preach that this isn't just a devotional, that God called me to preach to the world. Like I love, <laughs> I love it. Like I love it. Um, I want to do a special prayer right now for one of my very good friends, my sisters. Um, one of her family members was diagnosed with cancer and um, and they've said that it's not reversible, that there is nothing that we can, they can do, but we know without a doubt that we serve a God, my God, my God, we serve a God, we serve a good, good God, we serve a miracle God, we serve a mighty God, we serve a powerful God, we serve an intervening God, we serve a God that's bigger than the doctors, we serve a God that's bigger than cancer. We serve a God that's bigger than current situations. We serve a God that sits high and looks low. We serve a God that dwells amongst his people. We serve a God. If you didn't know that was the kind of God that you serve, you better get you some revelation now. And so we're going to stand in the gap for her grandmother right now. Um, we know that cancer is not like cancer is not of God. We don't receive cancer for her. And even though that that's the diagnosis, we just believe in for miracle signs. And I want us to upset the devil today. I want us to upset devil today show in this woman's life and upset the devil today so right now we take authority over cancer in her body 
We bind cancer back to the gates of hell from which it came, even though that is the doctor's prognosis, Lord God. We just believe that you can do all things, Lord God. So we take authority over her body right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, and ask that healing manifest and declare that healing manifest right now in Jesus' name. Jesus, you are already bruised for our iniquities. You are already chastised for our peace. And by your stripes, she is healed. Let every fiber, every tissue, and every cell hmm, reverse the curse. Reverse the curse. Cancer is a curse. We reverse the curse off her life. She's not too old. It's not too late. We reverse the curse right now in the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus over her. Over every fiber, over every tissue, and over every cell in her body, we thank you that supernatural healing is manifesting now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, reverse the curse of cancer over her life. And if you are on this devotional and cancer has been your prognosis, you better receive that. Stand, stand with that. Cancer is that's a curse. We reverse the curse off that life. Your life that is not what you're bound to. We bind cancer back to the gates of hell. You, you, you we bind it to it causes your body to decay. You are a living being. Jesus Christ is living. You should live also. Jesus, Jesus took on cancer so that we wouldn't have to deal with cancer. But when, while he was here on the earth, he wasn't sick. He wasn't anything. He received and walked in the fullness of his glory. He took it on so we don't have to deal with it. So you receive that. You receive that for your own story, your own life. You receive that. I don't care if cancer has been in your family. I don't care how many generations you've seen cancer in your family. You revert. You cancel the curse. You cancel that assignment off your life right now in Jesus name can't draw a bloodline covenant around your family do not accept that just as norm you cancel the curse of cancer off your life you take authority you draw the line you you declare and decree my mother had colon cancer. I made a determination. Cancer would not be in the rest of my bloodline. It would not be my story. When she brings up to me, I'm like, I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm not receiving it. It's not a part of my bloodline. It's not my inheritance. It's not my children's inheritance. And I'm not receiving that for my life. You don't receive cancer. It's, it's a decaying disease. God is living. You serve a living God. You are a living being. You reject the curse of cancer off your life and you stand steadfast in the fact that Jesus does and will heal. It's part of your benefit package. Yep, that's a generational curse. We rebuke those back to the gates of hell. You receive healing for your life. It's already done. Most of the time, most of the time we don't 
Most of the time we don't receive it because we don't understand it's already ours. We're hoping for it. You ain't got to hope for it. You take authority. <laughs> you take authority. Come on, tell them, Val. Stand, believe, and have faith. You take authority over it. You take authority over it. You speak to that mountain and cast it back to the pits of hell from which it came because that's not your story. Cancer is not your story. I promise you it is not. It's not your story. My God, we thank you for the healing, for the ministering angels going before us this morning. So you take anytime healing is talked about, you better stand in the gap for yourself and believe for yourself that you are healed in Jesus name. In Jesus name. We thank you, Lord. My God, we thank you for healing. We thank you for healing. We thank you for doing the impossible. We thank you for miracles, signs, and wonders. We thank you for doing the impossible. And thank you for that. My God, my God, my God. I thank you. I felt that. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God. Glory to God. Glory to God. All right. So we've been talking about applying the armor of God. Um, don't forget, if you need a special prayer, uh, just make sure, like, if you need, you want us to pray for you, especially on time of the devotional, either drop it below or send it to us ahead of time. I typically don't check messages or post between four and five because I'm still in meditation. So if you want us praying for you, uh, stand in agreement with you, send that to us ahead of time, email it to us, and we'll definitely stand in agreement and pray. Pray for you and pray with you. Um, we are um, applying the armor. We're talking about the application of the armor. A lot of us know what the armor of God is, but we don't know how to apply the armor of God. And so our armor isn't fitted properly. And so yesterday I read to you, let me read to you again, Ephesians 6, 10 and 18. Finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. I felt that, my God, put on the full armor of God so that you can make your stand against the devil's schemes for our struggle is not... I'm going to tell you something. I always say when my baby is moving, right? Ain't no baby in there. But when the Holy Ghost is moving, that's when you better get it. Tap into what I'm feeling. I'm telling you he's moving. If you're standing in need of nothing, it's not based on a feeling. He's in this atmosphere right now. You call out. You declare what you need. You take hold of that. You take hold of the promises. Promises for you. Promises for healing. Promises for prosperity. I'm telling you the atmosphere is set up for it right now. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this world's darkness, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So we are already, we are strong in this armor and God wants us to learn how to use the armor of God, use the armor of God correctly. We've accepted normal for way too long. We've accepted normal for way, like way too long. We've accepted, I don't accept anything but divine health for my life. I'm not accepting anything. Do you know, I, I refuse, like there's a rule in my house. Sickness can't remain here. Sickness can't remain here. Sickness cannot remain here. And one day God said to me, he said, if you'll get the same attitude about your finances, you'll see me move. So you have to have the same attitude where your finances are concerned. Poverty can't remain here. Debts can't remain here. You got to have that type of attitude because that's what kingdom says. We are not to just be like, 
Oh, it is what it is. It isn't what it is. It isn't just what it is. We should be standing steadfast in what the promises of God have said for our life. So we already know, according to kingdom, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. I told you yesterday, you got to recognize it is, it is what it is for what it is. You got to recognize for what it is. Then two, I told you, you cannot stand in... Somebody's getting a healing right now. I, somebody's getting a healing right now. I can't even proceed. Father God, I'm going to let you have your way for this moment. Somebody is getting a healing right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God. I stand steadfast, Father God, in your word, your revelational knowledge for healing manifesting right now in Jesus' name. I don't know who it is. We keep coming back to these backs. I don't know who it is that's been suffering. Some, somebody's getting healing in their mouth, in their teeth right now in Jesus' name. God is doing a supernatural root canal in your mouth, in your mouth. You've been having problems with your teeth for a long long time. And God is doing a supernatural, a supernatural root canal, an impossible situation. It's turned around in your mouth right now in Jesus name. If that's you, you just receive that by faith. That's what a word of knowledge is, a supernatural root canal in your mouth, <laughs> in your mouth, right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for healing whoever that is in their mouth. I thank you, Father God. Somebody's been having problems with their hands. I thank you, Lord God. I don't know if it's carpal tunnel, whatever it has been with your hands. I thank you, Father God, that hands are being healed, that they're being straightened out, that they're able to do something that they haven't been able to do for. We thank you for the healing right now in Jesus name. Amen. My God, 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 my God. Glory to God. Glory to God. There was a healing taking place. I had to let that happen right now in Jesus name. My God, glory to God. So receive that when a word of knowledge comes forth, that's for somebody. Receive that. You know, you've been having problems with your mouth. You know, you've been having problems with your back. You've been dealing with back for a minute. And you know, if you're the person that's been having problems with your hands, where your hands have been giving you issues, your joints, your pains, whatever, we just receive that healing, Father God, by faith. We just receive that healing by faith. We will not quench the Holy Spirit. I can't afford to. We will not quench the Holy Spirit. We will stand steadfast in faith and let the Lord work right now. Work right now in the name of Jesus. We will let the Holy Ghost work. We thank you, Lord God. We receive that and we take that by faith. So I, I told you yesterday, I said the next part was you cannot stand in this alone. My God, we got to keep moving. <laughs> you cannot stand this in, in this alone. And I gave you scripture and reference for that. Whoa. And the next thing is, what is the truth? What is the truth? So when we get into this whole armor, God, what is the truth? My God, my God, my God, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. So when I'm saying to you, what is the truth? I'm saying to you, what is the word saying about your situation? 
What is the word saying about your situation? What, what is the real truth about this situation? When the enemy comes in like the flood, he's going to present everything to you but the truth. He's going to present everything to you but the truth. He's going to distort the word of God. He's going to make you feel like what you've been learning, what you've been believing for is a lie. And I'm telling you, it's not a lie. I'm going to keep teaching. But if you need healing, you need to keep taking because it's still manifesting. I feel it. Um, so what is the truth? Like, what is the truth behind this situation? What what have I believed? What is the truth? What does the word say? Deuteronomy 31 and 6 says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do you know that even in your mistakes, <laughs> I hear you, Holy Ghost, that even in your mistakes, that if there is a call, a position and a place on your life, even though you've made mistakes, that doesn't negate the call, the place, and the position. So even in that, after you've repented, you're in a position for God still, Lord, to go before you and work this out. God said he'll never leave you and forsake you. That's even in the worst circumstances and situation. That's even in the Messiah. I hear you, Holy Ghost. That's a word for somebody this morning. That's even in the mistakes that you've made, even in the dumb things that you've done. The Lord is speaking to you and saying to you, no matter what the situation looked at, like no matter what offenses you caused, no matter, I still go before you. I'm still with you. God is still with you, able to make the impossible occur, able to make, you just got to know what your truth and the truth is what the word says. It's not what this world says. It's not what your past said. It's not what your mama them said. The truth is what the word says. The truth is what the word says. It's redemption time. Redemption occurred in the blood. The truth is what he's got the ability to reverse whatever curses on your life. And so he's reminding us in Deuteronomy 31, be strong, be courageous. Don't be terrified. Don't be afraid. It's only the enemy that wants you in, up in fear. It's only the enemy that wants you in fear. It's only the enemy that wants you overwhelmed. It's only the enemy that wants you consumed with your past. Hebrews 13, 5 says, let your manner of living be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee or forsake thee. In the worst situation, God is saying to us today, I'm with you. I go before you. I stand with you. I have not forgotten you. I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. No matter how overwhelming this circumstance or this situation is, I promise you, if you cause something, as for the reset, once you repent, turn away from the behaviors, right? Ask the Holy Spirit to overcome those things that you haven't been able to come. And then remind the Lord, you said you would be, you'd be with me always. I need you to be with me in this situation. I'm repenting and I need you to create the impossible, the impo what seems like impossible, what seems like impossible. The Lord has the opportunity to create the possible. He has the opportunity to create the possible.
has the opportunity to create the possible, I promise. So what is the truth about the situation? Yes, Phyllis, if you need healing in your eyesight, he has the capacity, you speak to your eyes. That's the truth about the situation. You don't don't even talk about what, what's going on in your eyes. You tell your eye every day, you declare 2020 vision over your eye every day every day. God is a rewarder of those who earnestly speaking, but you got to know the truth in the situation. You got to know what the truth says about the situation. And the truth is what the word says about the situation. God already promised us that he would not leave or forsake us. He will not leave you or forsake you. We are, it don't matter that you messed up. Somebody needed to hear that this morning. Somebody has been so consumed in their mess up so consumed in what they did that they just left their fate of the situation on the fact that they messed something up. And the Lord is saying to you today, my truth in my word, the Israelites was doing jacked up stuff all the time. David was doing jacked up stuff all the time. And the Lord is saying here, even in your mess ups, I don't know who this word is for, but you know, even in your messed up situation, even in your messed up situation, I'm still with you. My covenant promise to you was that I would never leave you and I would never forsake you. That's the truth of the armor. That's why you got to know what truth. That's why it says, gird your, stand your ground, put it on the belt of truth and the body armor of righteousness. And we're going to talk about righteousness next time. But what does the truth, what does the word say about your situation? If you're in a situation or a circumstance, it tells you to repent. After you've repented, right? You receive that repentance. You receive his forgiveness. You forgive yourself. If you need to ask forgiveness for other people, you do that. You release other people. You release things from your past. And then you receive the truth from God that he is with you even when he, even when you've messed up. That, that word for somebody, somebody needed to receive that this morning. They needed to know that they, okay, you okay with God. You okay with God. You are not damaged goods. My God, you are not damaged goods. That is not who God says you are. As a matter of fact, you are the righteousness of God. You are not damaged goods. Somebody has been believing that they've been they damaged goods for too long and they've been acting accordingly like they're damaged goods like this this is what it is uh, uh, this is what it is no god is saying to you this morning you are not damaged goods you are not damaged goods the truth is i'll never leave you or forsake you even when you make a mistake see we leave god god doesn't leave us we leave god god doesn't leave us even when we make mistakes God does not leave us. He's not pushing you back. He's not pushing you out the way. As a matter of fact, I told you God is looking for you. He is looking for you. He wants to restore you. When God has a purpose for you, it doesn't change when you mess up. So you got to look at what is the truth? What does truth say? That's why we got to be merciful towards what other people, what does the truth say? So go on and repent and believe the truth. What does the truth say? I'm not, I promise you, I got you. That's what God is saying to us today. I got you. I have a master plan for your life. Yeah, you did some things out of time, out of sync. Your course wasn't right. You hurt some people. You damaged some people. You jacked some stuff up. But I promise you, even in that, 
I have you. You just got to know what the truth says, what the word says about this thing. You got a truth. You got to know what the truth says about this. And what the truth is saying is that he never leaves you or forsakes you. He never leaves you or forsake you. He will never leave you. He will never, never back up on God. God never backs up on us. God never backs up on us. God knew what you were going to do. Jeremiah 1 and 5 says, I formed you in your mother's womb. I knew you. I knew you. I knew what you were going to do before you even did it. I knew all the dumb things you were going to do. I knew all the mistakes you were going to make. That's why God compels us to have the same. I got compassion to have compassion for other people. Have a conversation. You did something with some to somebody. Go talk to them. Talk it out. Repent. Say to them, you know what? I didn't handle you correctly. I didn't handle this circumstance correctly. I didn't handle this situation. Write some letters, send some text mails, send some message, then release yourself from that and let God restore you. Even in the worst, I've seen it. I've seen cases be reversed. I've seen mistakes. I've seen credit be changed. I've seen it. I've seen it in my own personal life. I've seen it in the people around me. I've witnessed the power of God, the presence of God in a situation. You just got to know what the truth says, what the word says about you. So don't be afraid. Don't be terrified. Don't say this is the end of it. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. Even when you fit, when you've walked out or you've left or you've sinned, he just doesn't do that. He's not that kind of God. And if he had a plan from you for the time for your mother's womb, he's still that. And I hear somebody in their spirit saying, LMJ, you just don't know what I've done. And I'm saying to you, God doesn't care. He cares, but he don't care. He's more interested in you fulfilling your purpose, you walking into the fullness of your call. He can turn situation. He can deal with you even if you're in the jail cell. I promise he can. He can get the glory out of your life anywhere you are. No matter. I don't care if you aborted a baby. He has the ability to restore your womb so you can have multiple children. Don't let the enemy sit around and make you think your womb is cursed because you had an abortion. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There's forgiveness for that too. There's forgiveness for that too. There's forgiveness for that too. I don't care what it is. There's forgiveness, repentance for everything, and the power of God can move. We've received curses in our lives. We've received curses in our lives for all too, way too long and accepted them as being our truth and just said, this is the way that our life is supposed to be. Um, no, some of y'all ain't handled some things financially. And because you didn't handle them right financially, you think your, curse is, your finance is supposed to be cursed the rest of your life. Your finances are not supposed to be cursed the rest of your life. You're going to repent. You're going to ask God for the strategy of how to get your finances back to order. You're going to start tithing. I declare y'all become tithers and seed sowers that you sow to the poor and that you give first, first fruits. I'm gonna teach on money soon, not right now, but y'all become tithers and sea sowers. That is a principle, that is a kingdom principle. If your money is jacked up, if you become a tither and sea sower, you will see the power of God work in your life. 
You will see the power of God work in your life. You got to get these kingdom principles down. You got to get, get kingdom principles down. They work. God doesn't not love you if you ain't been tithing or sowing seed. I ain't saying that. Don't nobody take that from there. I'm just saying if you want to see the principle work in your life, find out the principle for your situation and watch God work. I promise Watch God work. That's it. I couldn't even get past truth today. Healing anointing was in this place today. I still feel the fire. In, I want to lay hands on something. <laughs> I still feel the fire in my hands. I promise I do. And in my belly, which is good because we're going into pillow talk. That means pillow talk going to be something else tomorrow. I still feel the fire. I promise you. I feel the fire in my hands. I want to lay hands on something. I want to lay hands. Um, Kim, I saw you. I saw you uh, put down a prayer request for your daughter. Um, and I'm going to tell you, you need to lay hands and take authority over that spirit. She doesn't, she may not have the authority to, but as her mother, great is the peace of your children, their undisturbed composure. And your daughter is an inheritance of the Lord. So we declare peace over her. But I need you to take authority. We can pray. You have to take authority over the spirit of depression. It is deceitful. It is a mind blowing. It will have you overwhelmed. It will have you consumed. It will have you wanting to end your life. If you don't want your daughter to be on antidepressant, curse it. Right now, in the name of Jesus, you curse the root of depression off her life. You lay your hands on your head. You command that foul spirit of depression to be gone. You speak life into her. You speak words of life into her. Right now, in the name of Jesus, spirit of depression, we are no longer in agreement with you. We don't care what this world says. That baby does not have to be on antidepressants. I thank you, Father God. In the name of Jesus, that the spirit of depression is being released off her life. But Kim, you take authority over that spirit. You bind that spirit back to the gates of hell from which it came. You bind that spirit back to the gates of hell from which it came. That depressive spirit will have you making you think that's your norm and how you're supposed to live. I don't like depression. I lived with depression. I don't agree with depression. I had to get ugly with depression and tell depression that it was not going to consume my life. When my husband left me, I was on my way out of here. That's what depression was trying to do. And I refuse to allow depression to be in my life. So when a heaviness tries to come over me, I get ferocious with it and I command it to back up and get back to the gates of hell from which it came. If there has been a history of your depression in your family, you curse it at a root, you serve it injunction, you serve it notice, open up the doors of your house, command the spirit of depression to go. Don't partner with it right no more. Don't accept it no more. Don't believe it no more. Don't agree with it. That's fine. I understand what the doctors are saying. I do believe in people getting help. I know sometimes people have to go on meds. And if somebody had to be on meds for already, you declare that this is your last day taking your meds. You, you declare, I'm not taking meds no more. I'm not telling you to take yourself off medication. You need to get wisdom from the Holy Spirit. You need to get wisdom for your life for the Holy Spirit. But what I am telling you to do is that you better keep seeking God and declaring that one day you'll be free of meds. One day this is not your story. You declare that every day. You speak to your body every day. You speak to your mind every day. 
You don't accept anything in your life other than the truth. God said he would never leave me. God said he would never forsake me. Jesus died on the cross for every sin of mine. Jesus was bruised for my iniquities. He was chastised for my, my peace. My If he was chastised for your peace, then you got to have peace in your mind, peace in your relationship, peace in your finances. You got to have peace in every area of your life. You declare peace over you. You find some confessions and some things for her to confess over her life. But this spirit of depression, this heaviness, this overwhelmingness that's been trying to take over our lives, it's not accepted. Depression must go in G in the name in the name of Jesus. He says, "Say it in my name." In the name of Jesus, we no longer align with the spirit of depression. Depression, we command you back to the gates of hell from which you came, and we thank you for freedom in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 You take authority. You anoint her head with oil. You take authority over that spirit of depression. You command that depression to get back to the gates of hell from which it came. That is not of God. That is not normal. That is not acceptable. And it's not okay. And it's not okay. It's not. It's not okay. Man, if you just logging on, you coming in in the late part, go back to the beginning. God has done a mighty thing for us. God has done a mighty thing for us. I thank you, Lord God, for what you've done today. I thank you, Father God, for reminding us the truth that you are with us always, that you are with us always. We thank you, Lord God, that Jehovah Sabaoth, the warring God, that you go before us, that you provide a way of escape, Lord God, that you are with us always, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for your word. We thank you for healing. We thank you for blessing us. We thank you for keeping us. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for the fresh anointing. We thank you for encamping and having your angels in camp. We thank you for canceling the assignment of the enemy off our life. We thank you for renewing us. We thank you for a freshness, Lord God. We thank you for a freshness, Lord God. We thank you for a freshness over the people today, Lord God. Remove the scales from their eyes, Lord God, and allow them to receive you and see you working in their life. Mm, my God, 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 my God. I'm telling y'all, pillow talk tomorrow night. I'm telling you it is. My God, my God, I'm telling you. My God, thank you guys so much. Thank you for being here this morning. Thank you for letting me share the word of God. I do not take it lightly that you sit in that you allow me to speak into your ears. I thank the Lord for using me to preach the word of God. I used to be afraid to say I'm gonna preach, but that's what he called me to do, to evangelize, to preach the gospel to the world, to preach the gospel to the nations. And I'm just grateful for this opportunity. I, I just, man, I just gotta say thank you. My God, thank you, thank you, Lord God, for whatever you're doing what you're doing behind the scenes from keeping us from danger, man, just get in your grateful place. Just thank God. If you are, um, if you, man, just thank God. We got some new things coming to LMJ ministry. So make sure you stay. We got some journals coming. Um, we got some artwork and some things by Teresa Cates coming. Go connect to the ministry. Log on to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. 
please consider being a monthly partner so we can get services and things that we need. We have a ministry that's in action. Uh, we collecting socks for the poor. We got a family we sponsoring for Christmas right now. Um, we provide services for sickle cell, individuals living for sickle cell, for the homeless. Please consider being $25 a month. You can directly draft it out your account man just get in partnership with us so we can do absolutely everything we need to for those in prison god has given us a ministry for prison for those coming out of prisons i'm prison i'm telling you so make sure you do um there's benefits to partnership all the information is on the website uh man get subscribed for the daily devotionals i got a team of writers they are outstanding they are outstanding and then don't forget about podcasts you can play them in your ear while you're working out anchor.fm dot com and then y'all know what i'm going to tell you all oh, of course if you want to book me booking at justbeinglmj.com and then y'all know what i'm going to tell you hey uh we will not be here live in the morning we're going to drop a video we're going to have a daily devotional but i have to prepare for pillow talk tomorrow night so we will not be here live in the morning but there will be a video i have something special for you tomorrow um we will not be here live in the morning. I got to get ready for tomorrow night. I got 30, 30 ladies and it's going to be something else. So I won't be here live in the morning. So y'all pray for me. I covet your prayers. I need your prayers. I want your prayers. So y'all pray for me. Pray that his manifested glory, that he uses these hands, that people get delivered and set free. Um, it's bigger than that. It's like a big slumber party for women. It's for women by women. But the glory of God always moves in us. So go get subscribed to the Daily Devotional. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel, Coffee and Conversations with Akeisha. Invite other people to subscribe. Uh, well, thank you for that, Ebony. Ebony said this was enough to let. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.